so social media came out a little after 2010. Now, anything before that, like in 2000, between 2005 and 2010, wasn't considered social media. And to um, expand or elaborate on that, back in 2005, uh, MySpace was around. And before 2005, early 2000 to 2000, I guess it lasted till about 2008 or so, people used Yahoo Messenger. And um, there was an actual like forum or chat room that was around in the early 2000s. And that was the closest thing we had to social media. And on those chat rooms, what you would do is, well, it was exactly that. It was a, a chat room that you access on an actual computer, not a device, like not on your phone, but on a computer. And it was more of a browser page that you accessed through your Yahoo account. You can access it like as a guest account. They just create some phony name just so you can access different rooms. And then um, you just chatted with anybody and any and everybody, like from literally, I would say around the world, but I think the servers were kind of strictly related to within uh, na- nations, you know. So it was, was kind of rare to talk to someone from overseas or anything. But there was different forums. There was uh, uh, st- stuff for sharing music and everything like that. And, and this is this would have been between like 2000 to 2008 or so. And um, you, you can create like a silly avatar where you made like a custom profile picture or page and people would kind of get real creative with this. You could use a boring picture of yourself or something, but mind you, this is before the day of, uh, you know, nice cell phone picture quality. And you would have like the better quality would be using like a decent digital camera and not everybody had access to that. And this is this is real. I'm not making this stuff up. Like, this is how it was in the early 2000s. And um, I remember being on like the Yahoo uh, chat, you know, message chat thingy, and and it was it was real silly because I was in middle school and high school, not high school. I think just middle school at the time. Maybe freshman year. No, no, I'm pretty sure just seventh and eighth grade. And, uh, you know, so we were knuckleheads, you know, like us getting on the, on these Yahoo pages. It was real stupid. Um, it was just dumb, dumb, real dumb being stupid on chat messages. Uh, but Predators and whatnot was a real thing. I don't think it was as big as it is like today. But back then, that was like a new, uh, it sounds gross to say this, but like a new playground for Predators to find young people um, on forums because it did exist and um, that was kind of where it was somewhat beginning so then MySpace was around between like 2005 and maybe 2003 and 2007-ish um, it, it didn't have a long run but I, it, it was it got pretty popular and MySpace was like you, you same thing you could do the forum thing where you created a profile picture an avatar and you could have but here's the difference you actually had like a profile page where someone can select your profile and it showed them like your own uh, custom profile web page or browser page 
and you can, this is pretty silly, but people loved it. You can add music to uh, your, your profile page. So you could, you could actually have like your own, like not your own music, but like this would have been, you know, early 2000s. So you could have like Ludacris or something crazy playing when people got on your page. And uh, people loved that feature. It's really silly. Or Fallout or whoever was out at that time. And um, you could have like little sayings. And it is, it is pretty silly. It is, it is also kind of dumb. Um, I don't think a lot of people took it like serious. Uh, which again is why this is what this is like the closest thing we had to social media before social media was social media. So then Facebook came around, but no one again, no one. It just was just another web page, and you can kind of create a profile picture. It wasn't really like it didn't get popular right away. And then, uh, I, in my opinion, the one that broke through, that actually. Uh, had some breakthrough and impact was Twitter. Twitter, like, changed the world. It rocked our lives. And the, the timing, it was all about timing. So, again, most people did this stuff from their computers or laptops. But on Twitter, it, it, you now had access to be able to get on these web pages, but on your mobile device, because that's where the future was. The future was on your cell phone. Remember, this would have been early 2000s or mid, you know, before 2010. Well, I guess Twitter came around 2009, 2010. And um, when it came in, I think I don't think it was a full 140 characters. I think it was like only uh, like 110 or something like that. Um, which, believe it or not, it's a big difference. But in expressing your thoughts. And nobody knew how to use it because it was different. It wasn't like the usual real-time live uh, feed that you had on the Yahoo chat messenger stuff. It was like you're posting a a thought, or you're you know you're posting a, whatever it is you're saying on Twitter. No one had any clue how to use this, and they they didn't understand how to message somebody or anything. So let's say I, I had a Twitter account. I was trying to talk to somebody. I didn't, you know, it was a learning curve to know how to tag someone in a message. So this meant, and I don't even think direct messaging was around yet on Twitter. So this meant that uh, you would pretty much send the message to everybody that was on Twitter. And it was a different feel than the Yahoo Messenger stuff. And again, they didn't have direct messaging, but they did have like inboxing. Like you can do like a, essentially like an email, but instead of it being from your email account, it was from your Twitter account. Now, I know I'm explaining this as if nobody knows what Twitter is, but you got to understand, this was like top-notch brand new technology to us. We didn't know what we were messing with. It was so new and different and unique. And what really changed it, what really flipped the script for us, was when companies started to get involved, uh, especially news companies specifically, because news companies got on board, and now you had like Cans Five or local news uh, talking about news stories on their on a Twitter feed, and it it shaked it all up for everybody because 
you no longer had to just go on to uh, a news broadcast on television or uh, looking up stuff online, which I know, you know, Googling is like very common today on your phone and whatnot. But back then, like to, to receive news, you either had to catch it at the right time while it was being broadcast on the news uh, news channel, or you had to just kind of uh, kind of right place, right time on your. I used Yahoo News, um, and you could go to like the websites, which was pretty uncommon. Not a lot of people were, were really going to like news web pages for information. So uh, to, to to for them to jump on Twitter at the time that they did, well, it was again, it's all about timing and. Uh, it, it shaked it up, and people were, like, very intrigued. They said, whoa, I'm getting the news real time. And I remember um, one of the news events that I heard, like, on a more um, personal sense, is a friend of ours had passed away. And at, around this time frame or a little before, this is when, you know, you would receive a phone call or maybe a text message about it. But what was crazy is I, I actually found out about it on Twitter, and um, that, I mean, it's bizarre. It's so bizarre that that's how I was finding out about someone, like, personally that I, I knew really well. And uh, it was just a weird, surreal feeling that this has become the new way to spread information quickly. And uh, up until then, again, it was like phone calls or emails and uh and even, you know, uh, text messages and, and snail mail, which back then was actual writing letters and sending it in the mail. And uh, it's just crazy to think that it, this is like a revolutionary period for information to spread. So Twitter started to get big, and I remember when uh, they decided they were going to start doing um, advertisements, which is essentially commercials and like, people were upset. They're like, are you kidding? You're going to put ads on our, our Twitter feed? Like, this, that's like television. You know, it's messed up. And what's next? You're going to make us pay for an account? Or, you know, like, people, it was our, we foresaw that this was going to go bad. And then um, Instagram had come out. And same thing. It wasn't, like, huge. But uh, it, it did, like, grab a hold of some people where they were, and <laughs> everyone's camera quality on their phone was, hot garbage back then so Instagram wasn't like these nice pictures there's like pretty crummy pictures and uh, uh, I mean everybody even the celebrities like everybody's pictures were really garbage because they were it was using your phone primarily it's pretty rare that someone would upload like a digital image uh, from, a, from a camera or something up to a computer onto their Instagram account that's pretty rare so um, what else was that? Vine had come out, and Vine was a was like a little six-second video, and it was really ingenious because um, it was like you had to get you had to hook people's attention within six seconds, which is a, a nice way to make people get creative. And uh, it got pretty huge, and then it, it sunk down, and uh, you know, Vine doesn't even exist anymore. And uh, Snapchat had come out as well, and back then, it was just, uh, I remember actually getting a Snapchat when it came out, 
and uh, I don't know what it is today. I don't have one anymore, but when I had gotten it, I remember uh, I had like my brother and a couple of close friends on there, and I would send a picture, like I'll take a picture, and then I would like draw on the picture. That was like a feature where you could draw on the picture and then send it to a friend. And that was like the, the most I had used Snapchat for. But I guess today it's like, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know anything about it, to be honest. Um, I haven't used it in, geez, almost 10 years or something. I don't know. But between like 2010 to 2012, all of these uh, apps were coming out. And it was it was a new way of spreading information. They started off kind of silly, just like people getting it, but then companies jumped on board, sponsors and advertisements, and they were getting funded by big companies because they were seeing this is like the new television, this is the new commercial and way to spread advertisement and information. And uh, eventually Facebook, which had already been around, started to it was like a sleeping giant it just kind of came out of nowhere and boom it was in everyone's face and uh, everybody heard about Facebook and everybody and anybody was using it and they were throwing all their information on it and this is where the the, the, the twist came because I mean, we should have saw this coming people like it was pretty obvious this was gonna happen but what happened is Facebook uh, like okay let's say you're on one of these social media forums, whether it's Instagram or Snapchat or Twitter or whatever, and you're talking trash to somebody, right? And someone picks on your, they select your profile page, and let's say you have a link to your Facebook page on there, because people had that. And then you go, and then when they make it to your Facebook page, because we're, we're very simple, silly, ignorant, dumb people, we would have all of our information phone number and address and everything and anything was on there and people could literally find people on Facebook and bad stuff could happen and it did and the church um, was really anti-Facebook and that's because they can foresee this is not good that you can find anybody at any time and uh, sure enough divorces started to happen in good people's lives because of Facebook and like uh, and it's because what they would do is they would find an old flank old girlfriend old boyfriend old past love or whatever and like oh this person was my first love and I wonder what oh they're doing oh they're single and like or they're they're in an unhappy marriage or letting it all out on Facebook and next thing you know there's some chatting going on and boom it exploded in an affair and like this was repeated many times and um it got worse. It wasn't just. It didn't stop there with just Facebook. Like uh, Instagram, you, you were now exploited. It was almost like uh, I hate to be graphic here, but it was like all of a sudden, like pornographic style images were available to you from just anybody, like random people. That's how bad this stuff was getting. It was getting very, very corrupt, very fast. And um, you could you could do things like make your page private and you can like, you know, defend yourself and like kind of put in a little bit of a um, what's it called? Like like a personalized uh, setup on um, what you're going to see. And but I mean, that had to be a personal conviction, right? That had to be like something you had to make a decision to do if you didn't make that conscious decision to try to not see stuff like that. 
then you most likely would end up just kind of accidentally seeing it. And whether you're innocent or not, it's just that's how that's how easily easily uh, accessible a lot of this nonsense got. And and Instagram took a turn for the worse because I remember personally uh, making fun of some people. And what I did is I had a screenshot, took a screenshot of an image or downloaded an image of, of just a stupid face. It was just some guy making a real silly face. He had like buck teeth and like had his like silly eyebrows. And, and what I did is I posted the picture and then I had said, um, you know, I'm, I'm grabbing something to eat. I'm going for a bike ride or something stupid. And the, the purpose of it is I was making fun of people that were like posting selfies and then saying I'm doing something. Because that's what Instagram became. It was just a way to show off my face. And like, you know, here I am, look at me, and I'm doing something awesome. And um, and everybody was doing this. They were like literally posting a picture of their face or their food. And then like, here it is, this is what I'm doing. Like it was, it, it was silly, man. It was kind of stupid. Like Instagram got really vain. It was, it was just strange how it, it captured the vain side of ourselves that wanted to just kind of be narcissistic and show off our our look, our, our and, and it got worse. It got worse. Uh, the, the reason I say pornographic images is because um, as phones got better and picture quality got better and people got like more creative on how to post images, uh, you know, you would get uh, people posting like their body images. You know, like themselves in bikinis or in hot tubs, or and not just women. I mean, like guys, two guys in bikinis. Like that's not far fetched in 2021. And um, but like you would have all these like images, and then they were like, oh, you know, I'm eating healthy or living my best life. And then the wanderlust got crazy. People started traveling, and you know that's what it became. Instagram accounts became like a way to express when I'm traveling. And if you weren't on those pages, like showing off that you were traveling and eating good food and living your best life, you were a nobody. And social media was like totally very corrupt, corruptively, um, like fashioning how people should be living. And it was it was really messing things up for people. And it's crazy how just learning about what other people are doing hearing about random people can destroy you mentally. It's it's so bizarre. And and what it is is because people for some reason care so much about other people. Why? Why who cares about those other people? Worry about yourself. But that's and and on the flip side it's like I I wanna be better than them. I have to show that I'm doing this. I'm like the celebrities. I'm like this. And they what there's comparison. It it just got out of hand. It got so so out of hand and we were seeing um you know breakups because of social media and then bullying cyber bullying uh, got a whole new meaning man cyber bullying was just outrageous and then um the movement of like the people's voice and being able to express themselves has it just com- got so overwhelmed and um uh, now nowadays like man i you know i i have a twitter account and i remember on my twitter account the most i used it was during a conference a bible conference for our church because there's uh pastors from other nations that were trying to watch 
our conference and we were actually trying to stream it and if we weren't streaming it we at least had maybe a video that we would post after the fact with uh like certain international pastors and these these other uh pastors around the world wanted to see that these families wanted to see what was going on and so my twitter account kind of like became a um uh like a uh I don't know, like a, an IT voice almost, like, oh, hey, this is what's going on, this is what we got, if you saw the video, whatever, and I was actually talking to, like, international pastors or families that were asking questions, and uh, that was, like, the most active, I think, my Twitter ever got, and then on Instagram, when it was early on, I remember I was really active on it, and then they started to do, like, the explore page, and it got really weird real fast, you can see how this can go south bad. And then um, I remember making a private account and doing all the defensive wall stuff. And I went from like a bunch of followers to like 30 because I just started removing people. And like, I was like, oh man, like I, I'm, I'm posting, I wanted to start posting pictures about myself and my family, but I was like, I don't want just strangers to see this stuff, you know? Like, I'd rather post some of this stuff on a group chat with people I know. And if I'm going to do it on Instagram, I want to make sure I know who's looking at it. And then at that, do I trust these people? Let's be real. Do I trust these people? Are they going to be screenshotting my stuff? <laughs> and using it for who knows what, you know? Um, and that's the reality, man. People, it's scary, man. Like, uh, what, what is that called? Um, oh, geez, I can't think of it now. Fraudulent, whatever, like... Uh, Oh, the brain, the mind is tired at the end of the day. Um, I can't remember, man. I'm talk. It's talking about. Oh, oh my gosh, I'm getting a headache thinking about it. Well, anyway, they can like impersonate each other. You know, they could like someone could literally create an account and act like they're you on Twitter or Instagram or anything, just by stealing a few pictures and like creating their own stuff. It's wild. It's so wild that that's what technology has turned into. And I probably sound like a real old person or quote unquote boomer, you know, and like, oh, this is what it could be. But it's true. It's not, I'm not like just, you know, this isn't speculation and conspiracy theory. No, this is real life stuff. Like people have done these things. And here's the scary one, the, the, the spread of information how you can, um, this is on YouTube. There's there's guys who have done this on, on, on their own YouTube pages. They will show an image. Uh, in fact, one guy did a study, not a study, he did it like an experiment where he took a picture of some guy eating a burrito sideways. And the guy he took a picture of just happens to kind of resemble Justin Bieber, which is some kid celebrity. And he uh, posted the picture on his his social media forums, you know, his different accounts, and said, start, it started off saying, can you believe, like, Justin Bieber is he doesn't know how to eat a burrito or something silly like that, and it got, started to spread and got bigger and bigger and bigger, and then um, it, it, re- it reached local news, and then from local news, it went to bigger, like, national news, and by the time it hit national news in less than just a couple of weeks, they were like rejoicing, like excited about this. And I remember seeing this thinking like, this is outrageous. Here's false information. And that's what the National News spread. They didn't spread it as false info. They didn't say like, oh, this parody account. No, they were like, have you seen this picture of Justin Bieber that doesn't know how to eat a burrito right? Like they were convinced this was 
just because somebody posted it and spread it that way. That, if you're not getting getting it, like, it, it is so easy to spread false information about anybody at any time now. And the, the old school rumors and gossip by word of mouth, I mean, that's, that's baby stuff in comparison to what we can do with social media and technology today. I mean, it is crazy, crazy and scary how easily accessible our information is to just anybody. And, you know, for, for the most part, we're not that important to anybody, realistically. But at the same time, you get these weird people that just want to mess with random and it's out there and exists. And social media has become like this playground for anybody and everybody, predators alike. You know, it's out there. And this is why, why you hear like the church or uh, different forms of people like trying to say, stay away from it because it has the ability to literally ruin lives. That's not me being over the top or extreme. It happens, and uh, it's just crazy how we live in a day and age where you can spread false information so easily. And, and it started off with just the baby stuff, you know, but it just got worse and worse and worse. And now, now it's reached a whole new level where the creators of these forums, creators of Twitter, and Facebook, and Instagram, and all that, they're becoming like a big, uh, almost monopolized you know, uh, social media, whatever, smorgasbord, and, uh, like, they're all owning each other. WhatsApp is involved, these other applications. And uh, Facebook is, like, slowly swallowing them up and becoming, like, ownership over them. And they, they got a new name today. I think they're called Meta or something like that. And they're trying to rebrand themselves. And uh, so here's, here's the part. Here's the, the danger. It is what they're doing is they're... From, from what once was like, we can share information and this is kind of nifty, became, wow, you can share false information, wow, there's predators and bullies, wow, this is insane. Now, in, in the sake of trying to defend people who don't have the ability to defend themselves, these account creators or forum creators are trying to silence certain people and they're they started off with trying to make it sound like they're only trying to silence, you know, bullies or people that are like trying to deface or or uh, completely degrade other groups. But it got to the point where now they have their own agenda. That's like if you don't, if you're not on board with certain things, we'll cut your account off. And uh, it's becoming a little bit like a tyranny. And I know that sounds very uh, conspiracy theorists, but it's true, and it's gotten very political, politics is like corrupting everything now, and, uh, it's, it's, it's a whole new thing, man, social media is, is a monster, it has really grown into this ugly monster that is, like, taking over how people express themselves, and how people openly think. There was a time where we could just kind of voice our opinions and be friends with each other still after even finding indifferences and not being on the same page. Now, it's like, I mean, people want to bash each other publicly on social media. 
they want to have these heated, heated talks and break up relationships and destroy each other on, uh, like keyboard warriors and just say whatever the heck they want. And that's, that's not worth it, man. It, it, it creates a really, really ugly environment and ugly mentality. It's a scary thing. And it's, it exists, and it's still very, very popular and out today. And, um, you know, you look at this stuff, and you, you have to think about the kids, man. You got to think about the future. What is this going to be like in 10 years? You know, like, what? how, how intense is this going to get? You know, what, what's going to happen? Is everyone's voice going to be, are we going to be forced to, like, only look and see false information? You can't help but think this is rather uh, communistic. <laughs> like, I know I probably sound like a crazy conspiracy theorist, but you have to think, what is social media going to look like by 2030? By 2025 and 2030 and 2035, what is gonna what what is gonna be the new forum and and how intense is it gonna be? You know, they they I stopped at you know explaining some of the more I didn't explain all the more recent ones, but there's some vulgar, very vulgar forums out there. I don't even want to you know ex- explain what they are called, but you know it's bad, it's bad, and that's just today. That's just 2021. Like, what is it gonna be like? in the next 10, 15, 20 years. Uh, it's a scary thought. To think that it becomes, it can become the monster that it has in just the last 10 years alone, back when, you know, social media didn't even exist. Like, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't really hear that phrase, social media. Today, it's, it's just an everyday thing. Everybody knows what those are, all those applications, accounts, being able to speak your mind when you want. It's not really good to do that, you know, like, sometimes we need to just stay quiet and and choose when we're going to say something. I don't know, man. I don't know. If, if, it's, if it's something you have an option in, if you have a choice and you have some free will to decide on whether or not you're going to create an account, like it's not for a business or something, maybe it's best to not make, you know, maybe it's best to try to stay away. And, um, like, even now, I... I still have uh, my Instagram account, which is like nowhere near as active as it used to be. And uh, I've been trying to find ways to like get all my old pictures and videos because that's that's what I like it for the most. It's for the stuff I had like ten years ago. Like I literally had pictures of when my kids were born and whatnot. Um, again, it's a private page; not everyone has access to it. And I, I like seeing those things, and I try to see how can I download this or put this in a book or something. And there, there is ways to do it. I got to take time to actually do it. And, um, you know, it's just, it's one of those things that's like, I don't have the account for the same reason other people do. And uh, the more and more I, I feel to hear about it, I'm like, man, I, I need to get off of this thing. Like, I don't, I can't let this ruin me because it's so bad. It's so bad when it's, it's an ugly, ugly monster today. And it makes you wonder, again, maybe this is some conspiracy theory talk. But uh, I'm going to go there. In the book of Revelations, when it talks about how uh, you're going to see certain people, uh, political figures getting like assassinated and the entire world is able to see it all at once. Well, with social media, you have the ability to see that. And maybe, you know, you have no idea what I'm talking about, but 
it's in there. It's in the Bible, and it, the, the Bible doesn't explain social media and cell phones and you know whatever. It's it's the expression is like they're talking about how every, the whole world is going to be able to see things take place all at once. And imagine reading that like in the 1800s or something or 1900s. Like, oh wow, how could that be? Well, now we know. We have that access today. That kind of stuff is scary in a book that's over 2,000 years old. You know, like how, 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 how is that? How do we know that? How do they know that thousands of years ago? It makes you wonder. It makes you wonder about the whole thing altogether.